This is Wednesday, March 9th. Have you ever betrayed a friend or been betrayed by a friend? This little section in Psalm 55 captures the grief of such a betrayal very well. It's Psalm 55, 12 to 14. For it is not an enemy who taunts me, then I could bear it. It is not an adversary who deals insolently with me, then I could hide from him. But it is you, a man, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend. We used to take sweet counsel together within God's house. We walked in the throng. Now, as we're learning about Jesus in our study, Gentle and Lowly, we arrive at this place. Jesus suffered by fully entering into human life. And yes, he knew the betrayal of his friends. Peter was not only one of his disciples. Peter was one of the three with James and John, with whom Jesus enjoyed special fellowship. They were the ones closest to him. Jesus had recruited Peter from the shores of Galilee, where he was a fisherman, to be the first among his disciples. Peter was the first to see Jesus and know him as the Son of the living God. Peter was the one that came to the defense of Jesus when Jesus was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane on the night in which he was betrayed by Judas. Peter was an extraordinary man, full of strength and bravado. Later, he would carry the gospel to the world. But that night when Jesus was arrested, the unexpected happened. Peter followed the guard that arrested Jesus all the way into the courtyard of the high priest, the place where the proceedings against Jesus would begin. Once there, he was recognized as one from Galilee, one that had been with Jesus. But Peter denied the association. In fact, Peter denied Jesus three times. Now, earlier, Jesus had told Peter this would happen, but Peter refused to accept it. He said that he would stand with Jesus even if he had to die with him. Of course, reading the Gospels as we hear Peter make his denials, the tension we feel mounts. What will happen after the resurrection? How will Jesus treat Peter? What will Jesus say? The Gospel of John tells us of a scene from the shore of the Sea of Galilee when Jesus cooks breakfast for a number of the disciples that are out fishing for the night. This has happened after the resurrection, and this is a resurrection appearance. Now Peter is out fishing and among the disciples. Here's what happened. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you, you know that I love you. And he said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said it to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. That's John twenty one fifteen to 17 again. How surprising is this? 
we think Jesus might chide Peter or tell Peter, I told you 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 would betray me. I told you so. But that isn't what happens. Instead, it's a moment of grace. Jesus invites Peter to express to him his love. And Jesus does this three times, as if to allow Peter to replace his threefold denial with his profession of love for Jesus. We are told that at Jesus' third question, Peter was grieved. But we know why Jesus has done this. It wasn't to hurt Peter. It was to fully restore him. Now this week we've been looking at the words Jesus spoke to those that came to him when he said, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. Now, could there be a better example than Peter? I believe the threefold denial of Peter reveals the weakness that all of us know. We are not held secure in Christ because we're always faithful or because we've lived a devoted life and had done all things well. How many times have we denied or forgotten the grace of Jesus? How many times have we wandered from grace? But that's not the point. We are secure in Christ because of his love for us. Jesus will never cast us out. Think of the assurance in that. We have a place with Christ that is blood-bought, secured by the faithfulness of Jesus, and given to us freely by faith. It is that 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 we rest in, not in our ability to live the life we should live, because none of us have lived that life. Imagine how Peter must have felt after this encounter with Jesus. He must have felt foolish to have promised to be faithful in the beginning. He must have felt relieved to know that Jesus loved him just the same. He must have felt joy to be reminded that he was included in the gospel mission by Jesus. Now go and feed my sheep, Jesus said. Let's pray. Lord God, how many promises have we made through the years? We promised we would try harder and do better. Forgive us for thinking that our place has anything to do with our performance, for forgetting that only Jesus can save us and give us a new life. We pray together in his name. Amen.